Welcome to the Road to Black podcast, brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of jiu-jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate-based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at thebjjphysio.online or follow him at the BJJ Physio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest jiu-jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting geese on the market, the most comfortable rash guards, and premium soft jiu-jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Hey, welcome listeners. We're here with episode 50. That's a milestone, buddy. Yeah, I'm, here with, I'm here with Wes, uh, episode 50. We're here, Road to Black podcast, and basically, it's the year in review. Talk about a little bit about the year we had this last year, and then also go into maybe setting some new goals for the new year. We're closing out the year. We just got through the Christmas holiday. How was your holiday, Wes? It was busy. That's true, <laughs> yeah. like everybody else, man. Yeah. It's like, it's busy. It's full of, I've been traveling a bunch. Yeah. Really, since Master Worlds, I've been traveling a bunch, so... uh Went out, saw go, my go, folks. Go. Yeah, go, go, go. Went out, saw my folks. Got, th- got, went and saw them the week before Christmas. Got back a couple days before Christmas. Um, spent Christmas here. And then it's just been, you know. Yeah. Now here we are. It's Monday. Was it a white Christmas and where you're at? No, man, it's been unseasonably warm here. Really? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's not been, not been super cold. It's chilly. I think it's going to cool off this week. It's, I mean, 30s and 40s. Yeah. Um, no snow, though. But no snow. No, we we really need the snow uh, or else it's our state's going to be on fire this next year. So uh, crazy. It's getting yeah, worse we, every year. Yeah, we, we really need the snow. So as soon, as soon as that can happen, the better. Yeah. Same here, man. Just running around. It's It's always chaotic. It was like yesterday is all the just wiped out from Christmas and stuff. So, but it was fun spending some time with family and stuff and got back into the gym this morning, back on the grind. So it's a little, things are a little quiet around the gym in December. I've noticed. Yeah. I saw a, I saw a funny meme today. It was on BJJ fanatics page, but it was like, uh, somebody posted it up there. It's, it's like, uh, the was it the wrestling one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, academy know. In, <laughs> <laughs> the academy at the end of December is just two guys in there fighting in the rest of the WWE ring. And then the beginning of January, it's the Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know? It's so true. And it, it applies to, uh, it definitely applies. I've always noticed that in the strength gym, you know, it's any real regular gym you go into January just gets a huge influx of people with. New Year's resolutions, but I've noticed that just being in jujitsu for years and years, it's December's is it, our classes have been a lot smaller, I should say, yeah. you know. So, you know, especially around the holiday, those last couple of weeks, it's like people have so much going on. It's hard to get your, you know, some, some people get out of their, their daily system, you know, their daily routine and schedule during the holidays you're running all over the place can't get your training in but so i'm hoping come come january things start picking up and i start seeing some more 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 faces that i haven't seen yeah. in a while so but uh yeah you know i typically expect that it's like i don't even 
it, it used to kind of bother me because I would in the past, you know, not like this last year, man, I just trained so much. It was yeah. like, I mean, the whole, the whole year, it was just a constant. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't take any, I don't think I took any breaks more than like a week mm-hmm. the whole year. So I was like, it, yeah. it came this time. I was like, well, this you know, is what I do. It's, it's not the end. Isn't, you know, I've had a really great year. Mm-hmm. So in jujitsu. So I was like, ah, you know, if I miss a week or 10 days, not the end of the world, not yeah. even worried about it. I'm going to like really focus on and making sure you, I'm yeah. spending quality time with family and, mm-hmm. you know, doing, you know, doing really being dedicated and engaged in the, this season, yeah. I guess. So I didn't make a huge deal out of it. No. Well, because you're consistent. It's people that aren't. The, it totally. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, so we'll see. We'll see. My business is slows down in December too, just because of that. You know, people aren't working out as much. I'm not seeing as many athletes in there. So we'll see. But uh man, episode fifty. This uh Yeah, it's kinda a, crazy. Yeah. So in, in two thousand twenty twenty one it was our first full year where we went the whole year podcasting. So really uh thanks to all the listeners, you know, it's it's basically why we're on here talking shit about jujitsu is just, you know, we get good <laughs> feedback and, you know, people like to listen. And we started this podcast basically because it's, it's for us is the road to black. You know, we're just talking about our experiences um, on the mats and off related to jujitsu or not. And basically get on the road to get on our black belt. You know, we're both Brazilian jujitsu brown belts. We've both been training for a long time and, uh, we can share our own unique experiences and that's why we kind of got together and <clears throat> Wes and I had friendship before we started the podcast, obviously. And, uh, we just, uh, Wes moved from Arizona to Colorado and we started talking more and more trying to keep in touch. And one thing led to another and we thought this would be a good, you know, a good place to put up some conversation in terms of having a podcast and, dedicating some time to it. And Wes does a ton of work on the production side of this, all the visuals and social media you see um, he does. And I thank him for that. Cause I love this stuff and we get new followers every week. We don't do any advertising or promotion. So anytime uh, you as a listener want to share our stuff, we told we I could speak for Wes. We totally love that because uh, any eyes on it is it's better for us, you know, cause we just want to see that there's interest in, and continuing and having, you know, having these conversations, but also having guests on and spreading the new, you know, the, the, the word of jujitsu. I know we have listeners that I know we've, I've had a couple of people come up to me in person. It's, it's interesting, you know, I'll see, I saw some people at a tournament, you know, Hey, it's weird to see you. I listen to your podcast. And I saw a guy that uh, came into my other business and he had just started jujitsu, you know? So it was like, for him, it, it it's probably like, for me and you, it's like, we're just brown belts talking, you know? But for him, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, here's this jujitsu podcast. And he gets, just gets a lot out of the the being able to relate. Like, we've talked about every aspect of jujitsu, the mm-hmm. struggles with the injury. It's just very relatable to somebody that's brand new even, you know, much less somebody that's been in the game as long as us. And we've been through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a that's, bunch of times. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's kind of why we wanted to do that. and share those experiences and help people, you know, both people that are on the road to black already, but also, you know, I'm sure we've had a couple listener or two that I know we have, because I've talked to them that they don't even train jujitsu. Maybe they just know you or I, and they're listening to the podcast and, you know, it's almost mm-hmm. like a, a different language to them, but they, nonetheless, they might follow and list, try to listen along just to hear the conversation. So. Yeah. I'm, it's been fun. I mean, we've had, you were saying we've had, what, what was it? Six guests. Yep. You know, All that's some of our guests came that took last year. That took quite a bit of uh prep work to get, yeah. to get that on board. It still does, but uh, yeah, it still does take quite a bit of prep work. But the first, the first guest that we had, it was, took a lot of, uh, yeah. Well, we wanted to be ready in terms of <laughs> production, but also just being able to communicate with the third person and, um, you know, because it sounds 
not every podcast sounds good and I don't even know where we would rank ours, but at least we can have a conversation, you know, that's really, yeah. what, that's really what it's about. So, um, we've had six guests on all this last year, starting with Nick Flores. Um, he's a friend of ours, uh, episode 25, it was last March. So at that time we had been podcasting about six months and we had our first guest who's a friend of ours. Um, he's a, He's a black. He's belt. a he's a, and he's a, he's a stud. Yeah. He's just a he's a great guy. He's a, he's a yeah. he's, he's a great friend. Around. He's a stud. He's just yeah, an amazing guy. His whole, whole his whole family. His wife's a brown belt. Yeah, um, they his kid, kids train. Kids train. Yep. He's uh he's a stand up guy. So best get best guy to have on as a first podcast podcast guest. He was awesome. Um, talked about his own you know his own journey you know, and what, where he's at in his jujitsu. And, you know, you're talking about a guy that's just, he's a regular, you know, he's a businessman. He's, he has a, a nine to five job. He travels for his job. He's raises a family. He's doing well for himself. He's doing well in jujitsu. He, he competes a lot. So if you guys want to check out Nick Flores, episode 25, go check that out. Um, we had uh, Josh Guerra in April. So Josh is a black belt competitor here in based in Arizona. He has, he has his own Academy. It's called refuge BJJ. And, uh, that was another great one. Got a little bit of insight mm -hmm. in coaching. You know, Josh has been a coach. One of the things about Josh is you'll hear in his podcast is that, uh, he was coaching at a young age. Mm -hmm. If you recall that conversation, he's still you know? a young guy too. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. Do you about think? You think like, you know, I look at Josh, he's been a black belt for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, he's well-established in the jujitsu scene. Yeah. Um, he's had his gym for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, and you think about this guy, he's like, what is he, 25, 26, uh, yeah, maybe? Um, Something like that. It's amazing. like, it's crazy. You I know, mean, I think goes out I was, and competes yeah. all the time. I mean, this guy, is, guy has a family. It's crazy. Makes me feel old. Real old because when I came to the gym, I heard, you know, I was like, oh, this teenager guy, he's this Josh guy over at this other affiliate. And next thing you know, like a few years later, he's like a brown belt teaching me left and right. He's like, you know, and then I see it just grows and grows, and grows, and grows. He gets an academy. He's competing all over. Totally. <laughs> he's running a successful academy, by the way. Very successful, you know, a yeah. bunch of new students. People love training over there. Um, so props to Josh and he's just, he's a great dude as well. So go check out Josh Garris podcast, episode 28, um, refuge BJJ. If you want to follow Josh at Josh Guerra or refuge BJ, BJJ, um, in May we had Aaron Wilson. So that was a fun one. Aaron mm -hmm. Wilson was episode 32. Um, Aaron talked about, uh, a lot, a lot, you know, of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff i mean yeah. wrestling yeah. he's a firefighter um Hi, he combat getting, he's doing the yeah. combat jiu-jitsu thing he's all over the place he had just come off that emerald city invitational yeah when uh that he's, that tournament he had i think he won one lost one again and completely upset the the brackets in that tournament yeah. um he beat a guy he beat a guy that was i mean they were kind of, he talks about it. They were interviewing him or interviewing the other guy. And, uh, he kind of took it as a little bit of a slap in the face because they didn't even interview him. And then right. here he was going out to fight that guy. Yeah. And he, I think he knee barred him and like this yeah. really Sick. clean knee bar. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then he, I think he was rolling right around going to do the combat jujitsu worlds come had a tad had that uh, thoracic Alex syndrome in injury. I that, was going to say that was the, probably uh, the most the big, crazy big part thing. of his conversation. Had surgery, um, big, yeah. like a big rehab. I mean, I mean, he had a rib taken out, big yeah. rehab associated with that. Talking about coming back and doing all this stuff afterwards. Huge. Um, it was amazing. Aaron was great. Thanks, Aaron, for uh, popping on here. Go listen to Aaron Wilson at, well, also at Aaron Wilson BJJ and instagram episode 32 check out aaron um and then patrick came along patrick almeida um episode 34 that was in june mm -hmm. so patrick he works with wes so we heard a lot about that that was how's patrick doing wes 
He's doing great. Awesome. Uh, he's doing great. He is. His knees are doing better than than they've ever been before. So great. Um, no issues there. He's. I don't want to air air anything out, but he looks like he's going to be doing the ADCC trials in Brazil. Spoiler um, alert! And I uh, spoiler alert there. He's going to be going potentially going down and training with uh, um, Gordon Ryan and those guys for leg locks. He want his his strategy. I don't want to air too much about it, yeah. but uh, you know he wants to include. He wants to get some to, new game. Get going some on. new game going and um, really go down to. Uh, on top of his fitness and his cardio and, and conditioning, um, also have some some new game mm-hmm. for when he goes down to uh, to Brazil for the trials. So, a nice. um, lot of lot of great things coming up for that for for him. And um, he's he's put in a lot of work. Yeah. So, um, it's that that dude is he hustles. Yeah. Consistency is key for him. Yeah. And he posted all over his all over his Instagram just him at the gym. Oh, every yeah. day yeah. you know it's just that's what he does and he talked about that on the pot on the episode that was episode 34 also he wants to fight mma he talked about yeah. that a little bit um so go check out check out patrick's episode and um in july we had josh rodriguez um he's another friend of ours local competitor black belt instructor um he had some big fights this year uh Big fight to win, Vic. Or, uh, third coast grappling, third coast, yeah, third, third coast, coast victory. Yep. Uh, the slap, which yep. came after our podcast episode, right? Yep. Um, so <laughs> if you saw the slap, that was uh, that was a funny moment, and it was it was just great, just perfect. I think he was wearing a Royal way. Union <laughs> rash yeah. guard too, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> He was. I got a little bit of publicity out of that slap. I can't. I can't lie. I didn't. Uh, I didn't hate that. So, but uh, it was all good in the end. I think they're going to fight again. So that's what I heard. I heard yeah. that at Master Worlds. I heard they were going to. Yeah. They're going to. They're trying do to put again. something together again at a fight to win, maybe. And um, Josh talked about a bunch of stuff as well. Great, tons of great insight from Josh. I mean, he's to me, and we talked about him this morning. Yeah, in he's class. he's like a jujitsu genius he like always for us in our gym he always he's the guy that to me he always has an answer like he you i ask him any position he's been there done that when i roll with him it's just like he gets me with stuff that i just don't even he just pulls obscure submissions out like he's just like a little wizard you know so and you can tell when you talk when you're talking to josh and what on the episode itself tons shared tons of great knowledge also went through a horrendous Oh man! Uh, botched knee. I don't know. Is it botched? A, it's a botched. Tr- yeah. Horrendous uh, surgery that did not go. Did not take at all. Had to go get multiple surgeries. Um, really, almost life threatening in a way. Um, in terms of what he said, he went through scary situation. Um, that one is a not. You don't want to miss that one. That was episode thirty-eight with Josh Rodriguez. Um, crazy. You know, had knee surgery to correct, do corrective knee surgery, got infection, you know, multiple weeks in the hospital, back and forth, surgeries. Ends Um, up with a central line in his arm, shooting antibiotics. Yep, crazy stuff. And, you know, comes back after that and competes and is back training, you know. So um, great, great episode with Josh. And then uh, our last sixth guest just happened this last uh this month earlier this month with alex martinez um episode 49 so it was the last episode we had alex on go check that one out uh alex shared a bunch about his new gym opening a new gym um a lot of great insight into instruction promotion you know i really enjoyed that i've had a few people talk to me about hearing you know appreciating what he shared in the podcast so that's it's a good, good one. Yeah. Yep. That was a really good one. Really good. So man. So with that, so that was 20 that was this 2021, 2022's coming up. Yeah. What maybe I shouldn't ask this. I don't want to put you on the spot, but what um, um I haven't thought about it yet. I got to 
What is days on... do I have left to set my goals? <laughs> <laughs> What's on the horizon for Paul in 2022? Oh, man. A lot. Yeah. You want to compete again, huh? Yes, I do want to compete again. Um, and that, for me, it's really, it's like 10th on the priority list, though. You know? Yeah. That's the thing, hard thing for me. So I have to like, I have to just find some time to where I can set aside. Schedule it. Yeah. Yeah. Schedule it. And then, you know, we have a a few trips planned this, this year. Um, I got other, I got, I mean, I, the two businesses itself is just busy, you know, it's just so, it's so damn hard to even really get consistent training. in. you know, I I force myself Mm -hmm. to train, but you know, for a tournament, you got to turn it up, you know, you got to turn up the intensity mentally, physically, at least I do. I want to be prepared. And so, um, definitely want to find something to do this year in terms of competition. Um, but really I'm personal goals. I, I have, uh, <laughs> I wear a lot of hats, you know? So I, we have this podcast for one. I want to continue, continue building that and uh get more guests in share share more stories on here um i have uh i'm a i'm a i'm an instructor at our gym so uh, that's a job that's that's Mm -hmm. a job for me you know yeah Um, so that is one of the most enjoyable things i do so it's teaching so i really like that aspect of jujitsu i've just been growing into that role for over a year now and um that's actually big big goals set just to set some goals in terms of that, in terms of my skill as a teacher, but also what I'm sharing, because the more I study jujitsu and teach it, the more I'm learning as well. So, mm-hmm. and I kind of mentioned this to my friend the other day. It's like, um, at, at, like at my age, I'm not too old to be on the mats and grapple, but I just can't put in the, put in the time and the hours. Like, somebody that I might be training with is 20 years younger than me, you mm-hmm. know? So, and I'm not, that's not an excuse. I'm, I'm not a hater on any, I, I, I wish I discovered like a lot of people say jujitsu when I was younger, where I had way more free time. Like I spent, I wasted a lot of time in my, you know, even my twenties and thirties where I wasn't doing things to better myself. I might've just been, I attribute it to like, and no offense to like, I spent a lot, like, you know, in my twenties, I was on video games a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, it's like, it's fun, but if I would discover something like jujitsu, I just think it's that powerful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're really learning something. It's like a language and and it's just so good to learn something new. And you're always learning in jujitsu. That's the beauty of it. There's never, Mm -hmm. you're never going to come to an end, you know? So, um, the point is, is that, um, as I get older, I, I have to like basically also manage the time on the mats and everything else. Right. Yeah. So what I mean by that is for me, I, I just know that by committing myself to coaching and I, I just, I've been a coach for my kids before I, you know, I'm kind of a, I've been a leader in every business I've been in when I worked, you know, I'm kind of just a vocal leader, you know? So um, I like the coaching, but with jujitsu, especially, it really makes me dive deeper into the details and, and just learn more. I mean, yeah, you just, you know, you just <laughs> learn more. It has actually forced me. I, I wanted to challenge myself by doing that because I was like, man, I, I can't be on the mats five, six days a week. I cannot, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't keep up. There's no way unless I'm not rolling or sparring yeah. every day and stuff, but that that's just not something I can do at this point in my life. But I know it. So what I did was I was like, I'm going to fully commit to coaching. And that for me, that means a lot of study and that forces me on the outside to do a lot of the, the, the harder work mm-hmm. so that when I am on the mat, I'm prepared. I'm always trying to incorporate something during my roles that I'm teaching that week or the next week. You know what I mean? It puts me ahead of my game. Totally. So I'm incorporating that into my roles. So that's a lot different than me just going and learning a lesson from someone and no offense. You know, like when I go, like when I take Gustavo's classes, it's, I'm, it's me. I love it. He's a great instructor. I always learn something new, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It's forcing me to like 
do all this extra work and sharing that and explaining it. It's like what they say, you know, you write something down, you're going to remember it more. It's like, you you know, you teach and you're talking about stuff more that those things stick in your brain. So I have a lot of big goals for that. Um, um, and, and working towards my black belt. So that's always a goal, you know? Yeah. Um, and for me, that means however I can do it, you know, whatever, you know, take input from my coach, but I, you know, I know what it takes to be a black belt. So Mm -hmm. at our gym, um, it takes extreme dedication, you know, and a lot of that time and a lot of study and talking about jujitsu and knowing everything about jujitsu and you know what I mean? And showing Mm -hmm. the dedication to be honest. And that's what I'm doing. So, um, that's a goal in the next couple of years, black belt, um, competing, keep teaching a lot of jujitsu related stuff. And that's not even to talk about like my businesses. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, so those are my very personal goals, but my, per- my business goals are my personal goals too. So, yeah, totally. um, it's so hard cause you have so many, so I have to prioritize, you know, the teaching and the jujitsu, that's just part of who I am. So I'm just gonna, I, I, I teach a couple days, two days a week right now. Sometimes I'll fill in, do more, but mostly it's two days a week. And then I train, try to train one or two additional days. Yeah. Um, but so I'm dialed in all the time with that. And that's what I love. You know, that's why we talk about it here. So, um, I geek out about that stuff. My friends are all do jujitsu. Everyone talks about jujitsu. We're on a hot podcast talking about jujitsu. That's yep. what we do. So, um, business wise, I have some goals for my jujitsu company. Um, Oh, what is the name of that jujitsu company? Roll Union. Yeah. I forget. <laughs> for you new listeners, for you listeners, uh, Roll Union Jiu Jitsu. So, uh, we, we, um, we popped off two years ago. So we're two years old, a little over two years old with Roll Union. And, um, it, I had a really good year this year. I'm, I'm, I'm a, almost basically a one man show. Um, you know, I have a team of people around me that are, help me with manufacturing, but, um, I do a lot of, I touch everything. So that means I, I inspect everything, you know? So if you guys, you know, I have a lot of listeners here also, I know for a fact that they purchase stuff from Royal union. So I really appreciate that. But, so I'm just going to drop something for the Royal union fans out there that listen to the road to black. If you're in the Arizona, the Phoenix area, um, the Arizona Brazilian Jitsu league is the biggest league in Arizona. It's it's the go-to. They put the best tournaments on. They're moving this year to a state-of-the-art, sick facility in Mesa. Um, they've been doing tournaments in Phoenix College the last several years. Um, they put the best. They're, they're mini IBJJF tournaments. So if you haven't done a tournament with the Arizona Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu League, go do it. I mean, top-notch. Everything <laughs> is clean. It's clean. I hear it from everywhere. I've heard it from out-of-towners. Yep. Everyone loves that tournament um we're going to be a sponsor of the whole season so Dang. yeah so that's that's going to be fun um, man congratulations yeah we'll have uh we'll have booths set up at each of the events um yeah full sponsorship so it's going to be good man it's uh get some get some more let people put their eyes right on some apparel you know because we're mostly an online shopping you know you can see photos all day long but once you see it up close, I really firmly believe we have nice looking stuff. So, um, yeah, check us out. Even this February is the first tournament. We should plan on being there. So first tournament, new facility, double the mat space. They go ah. 12 mats. It's going to be sick. It's the sixth season. I, yeah. I really, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, as you were going through that, I was sitting here trying to rack my brain to think of another like jujitsu comp like federation or league whatever word you want to use in the southwest that is as big Mm-mm. outside of ibjjf i mean you get some jujitsu world league that comes through and there but they're not they're not consistent enough no. to be what i consider to be a, a southwest league right you know in what i mean like the league, they they travel no so league. much no i don't league. think so either i don't know so yeah i not in the southwest but because you have like agf you have jiu-jitsu world league those they do travel 
But I, I, I mean, it would be like if Jujutsu World League had like a Southern California series and they put mm-hmm. six to eight tournaments on a year, which yeah. is what the AZ Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu League does. So they put on a bunch of tournaments. So yeah, if one of those does that in a local area, here it's unique because it's all in one, it's all in the Phoenix metro area and they're big, big tournaments. They're big tournaments. Like yeah. I know uh, there's people from, well, I know Otto sends a bunch of guys from Southern California. You get a bunch of guys from Vegas that come out there. Yeah. Like it's crazy the, the you know, amount of competition that, that they, that they get in that, in that, that tournament. I have, I actually happened to talk to the promoter. <laughs> Uh, he was saying that uh that they it used even more so now though it's almost i don't know the percentage i'm not going to repeat the percentage but a huge percentage is just az competitor stuff it's that big that's how big the jiu-jitsu scene is grown because his point was is back in the day he's he's been promoting these forever um you would get, you would have way, way more people from the Southwest states because there, there wasn't any tournaments. So now there's more tournaments, but the, the mind blowing thing is they, we still get people from out of states at this one, but the level, the amount of AZ mm-hmm. competitors has just went through the roof, as you know, because yeah. the scene here is like, it's, it's crazy. I, I've seen other people in, in like, online like posts and stuff about bjj fanatics or something and like i've seen other people from other states are like i can't believe the az scene how many gyms there are out there you know other people commenting on the scene and there's there's a lot but you know what i think it's like that everywhere now everywhere there's so many gyms opening up i know know? texas the austin area houston there's a ton of gyms down there uh obviously california florida ton of gyms Um, it's everywhere. I think it's just blowing up and more and more people are opening gyms because, uh, and they're making it work, you know, they're it, pretty successful. And, and you heard Alex and talk about it last week on how good they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. if you have the right game plan, it's, it's a sport that people it's blowing up and it's gaining in popularity big time. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's starting to get into the, 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 the purview of regular society. You know, I, I, in the last couple of years i've had more people maybe probably in the last year i've had more people that were not affiliated jiu-jitsu at all talk to me about jiu-jitsu than in the eight nine years i've trained before mm-hmm. yeah like more and more people they'll just be like oh what they like before when you would say jiu-jitsu like seven eight years ago no one even and even longer you know obviously but people would like be like what you know karate but now every like people literally know because it's like it's just in the mainstream. You have celebrities doing it. I, I saw who was it? I was hearing somebody talk about it the other day, and he was like, "They there was this guy. I think it was at my work. He was talking about jujitsu and knew like a lot of submissions, almost like he knew jujitsu. Didn't train at all, <laughs> but he was like he followed um, a bunch of people online, like some of the superstars online." Isn't that cool? Like I never That's thought awesome. about that, but you, yeah. that does happen, you know? Yeah, totally. Because I don't fight MMA or something, but I follow them. So I never think of that because I always think of like, oh, if you're in the jiu-jitsu community, you're, you're not. Yeah, you're not. You got to be doing yeah, jiu-jitsu, you, but exactly. it's not true. There's a lot of regulars now that follow yeah. like Gordon Ryan, for instance, because he's polarizing. He's, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> pretty loud. He's pretty loud. He... F- he man, he did something so stupid this other day. I saw that. He that I guy saw can't that. get out of his own way. I don't want to go on a Gordon Ryan question, yeah, but no, no, um, we're, we won't. We'll we'll save that for. But people follow him because of that. I know. You know he's just focal, and it, it's just it's crazy. So I think it's growing tremendously. I think these tournaments uh, that the the league out here in Arizona is going to put on are just going to blow up even even bigger because. You know who I've already had a couple of people who are like, hey, I haven't I haven't been like competing in years, but they're kind of intrigued to like even just go do a new facility and stuff. You know, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, totally. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. totally exciting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, it's way different than the gym too. Like a Phoenix College gym, it's like you're in a gymnasium. No, yeah, this you're in like a performance. You know, it's like a performance hall. You know, it's like a yeah. sports performance facility. So it's, it's dope. 
I saw I saw a little video clip of the inside, and it's it's going to be cool. So uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. So a little bit bigger plans for um, my apparel company, just getting the word out there more. Um, you know, obviously there'd be some drops and releases throughout the year, but uh, people people like training in the gear, and I I like designing it and putting it out there. It's fun. Um, it's it's just cool, man. I mean, if you could imagine how cool it would be to have your own apparel company, your own gi, and walk out on the mat with your own gi, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty badass. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So uh, I don't have to worry about uh, ever purchasing a gi. You know, I got plenty of them. I, yeah. you know, I, I make them all the time. So it's, it's, it's what brings me joy. Um, I have my other company as well, Chill Fit. And, um, you know, just trying to keep banging it out with that company too, trying to grow, you know, um, face different pressures with that, with that job. You know, it's, um, it's, it's a on location, you know, I have a brick and mortar company, so I have customer facing yeah. all the time. I have employees there. Um, you know, we have the pressures of the economy, COVID tons of, you know, we took a huge hit from COVID. So it's a stressor having small businesses, as you know, man, it's, mm-hmm you don't get any time off. And when you're running multiple, you know, multiple things like I am, it's, a, you can dig yourself up a deep hole real quick. So my, I do think about these things, you know, it, there's yeah. a lot of goals to answer mm-hmm. your question. There's a yeah. lot of goals, totally. there's always goals, you know, you know yeah. how it is. I'm not, yep. it's nothing. If anything, if there's any new goal for the new year, because I think about these things all year round, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, I'm always thinking the months ahead, you know, especially when I do my apparel, I have to think about releases and what's, what events we're doing and this and that same thing with chill fit, what time of year it is, well, how many people, customers, you know, is it sports season, that type of thing. But I'm thinking about it all year. But the one thing I have been thinking about is I want to um, just tune up the health side a little bit more, probably mentioned in the last podcast, but just clean my diet up a little bit more, you know, not nothing drastic, but make incremental changes. I just, mm-hmm. these last couple of months, especially I even tried, I was going to try to like do it over the holiday and I ate so many cookies and stuff. I was like, I'll cook it out. You know, I'm like, I just need yep. too much sugar. So just getting healthy. And you know, that's always one for me is staying healthy. You know, yeah, I, I, I'm a type one diabetic, so it's important for me in the long haul to be as healthy as possible. So it's not easy, you know, doing all this. It's not easy. There's no stopping, you know, there's not many naps in this life for me. You know, I'm always going mm-hmm. and grinding and to be, to be able to do that, I think you have to have the right mindset and the right health, you know, you got to be healthy enough to do it. So yeah, I, 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 if I'm not working at it, I'm feeling weaker, you know, honestly, if I don't go to the gym as much, I feel weaker. It feels harder every time I try to go back. Mm-hmm. Same thing with rolling, you know, if I'm not rolling consistently and hard, it's harder when I try to like right now, I'm still trying to come back with my yeah. cardio, with my cardio after covid a couple months ago i'm, I'm honestly yeah. it's like um so it's crazy um this time of year there's also a ton of allergies and i get asthma so it's just like it, it's you know it's one thing after another you know mm-hmm. so but it's just the grind so if anything the new the new uh the new year for me just brings a reset you know i just got to i do focus a little bit on that the health aspect and if I've been doing everything right or enough and go from there, you know, hopefully things work out and you make right decisions throughout the year. Um, I can say that like with, with jujitsu, it's a lot like, it's a lot like business, you know, it's like you have to manage it. You got to make realistic goals based in expectations of yourself. You know, I'm not, man, I've known people that just make these crazy goals and they're almost unattainable. And I'm just like, mm-hmm man, you're letting yourself down every year or every couple of months or every tournament, you know, it's like, just go through and make it. We've talked about this on the podcast, you know, set some goals that you can attain and then go from there and just small incremental steps, improvement every day, make the right decisions every day. You know, if you're doing, if it's jujitsu and, you know, don't blow your wad and try to train too much, two times a day for three, four days in a row. And then you can't go in for a week because you're sore, you hurt your knee or something. It's like, yep be smart about it. You know, I try to, we got a pretty consistent group in our class and, um, 
I think they, you know, everyone loves jujitsu. That's the problem. You know, we talked about it with one of my buddies today. His his arms have been killing him. You know, tendonitis, and he's just there every day, though. You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, he even said today, he's like, I know I'm doing what Wes says not to do on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, so whoever he, that is, come see me. Uh, yeah, I won't mention his name, but uh, you, yeah, it's uh, he's you know, but he loves it. You know, he just yeah. And I tried to have a conversation with him too. It's like, you, what are you going to do? It's, you, you know, you can take, try to take a few days off or something, you know, try to, you got to do something. You got to do some rehab then, you know, that's what I was telling him, you know, it's just not going to get better if you come, keep coming and getting, you know, whether it's fighting off arm bars or doing your own stuff, yep. you know, for him, it's, it's been hurting him for everything he does, you know, it's just, and I've had it like that where yeah. you get tendonitis where it's almost chronic and it's like, it's not debilitating, but you you think you can do stuff, and then all of a sudden it gets worse and worse and worse. It'll bark at you. Yeah, yeah, so, it'll let you know it. Um, but he did make that funny comment, and uh, <laughs> it's yeah. So he knows better. But it's, oh, it's, take, it's hard to take a break off. So that's the whole point. It's it's fun, especially when you have a good crew group of people. Yeah, you, know, you want to be training. Um, and even and when if you you know I don't I don't know who this person is and I don't know where they're at in their jujitsu it was but Jordan. It's, it was Jordan uh, oh was it okay especially I mean for him he he trains like you know he's very consistent and he com- you know he competes I'm sure he wants to compete again in the new year but but if you're and I'm th- I'm I'm not speaking for him but I'm fairly certain that man when you're when you're st- you feel like you're hitting on all cind- cylinders and you're hitting those growth phases and you're like you're consistent and you're on the mats and it's hard to be like, yeah, I mean, it's the hardest time to ever, it's, to the, go. it's the worst time yeah. to be like, Oh, this freaking elbow is flaring up right now. And yeah. And I feel like, I mean, you know, when you hit those, when you hit those growth spurts, it's like when you go through like weeks or even like a month of, mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I can do anything wrong on the mats right now. Like all yeah. my techniques are just like, you're just going through them like clean, you know, like you're setting your transitions or hitting your, your goals or you're starting to chain stuff together and you're finding you're like those couple things that are like your a, a game stuff. And you're, you're finding different ways to get into it. And, oh man, it's so hard to be like, oh man, this elbow is pissing me off. I don't want to go today. He's he's in that exact mode right now. Exactly. Cause he's feeling good on the mats. He even mentioned like he had a, he had a night the other night where he was like, um, he he was hitting submissions and he like didn't even know where he was pulling them out of, you know? Totally. You know how you get yeah. that where it's like, it just comes out of nowhere and you're in the flow and you're just, you don't think yeah. about it too much and you're just hitting stuff. So I got, I felt his pain and that was the whole conversation today. So um, uh, he's going to, we talked about doing some, uh, you know, I, we used a, uh, both two people mentioned this one being myself, but one of those flexi bars. You oh yeah. Those? those are great. Yeah. Those, Man, are great. those things are great for tendonitis. So yeah. I, I have one. I'm going to give it, I'm going to let him borrow it. I go, you got to do something, man. If you're going to keep training, you're going to keep, yeah, I, I've, I, I've, I, I've had long term tendonitis in my elbow and my left elbow and it's, Man, it's a pain in the ass. I send those to I send those to athletes when they come to me. Those with, are great. Uh, that pro- if I'm like, do you have, you know, I'll ask them what they have access to. And if they, if one of the things that they don't one of the things that they have is not one of those. Yeah. They're getting one in the mail. Great. In the next week. Those are it's great. It's just like, I'm just going to send you a set of these yeah. and we're going to put this tenonitis stuff to bed. Done. Yeah. I would do those religiously and it helped tremendously, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. That's How awesome. About, what are your goals? Hit me up. Well, you know, I, I think, well, I talked earlier about, um, not, banging my head against the wall, taking a week or week or 10 days off of jujitsu. This is really the time where I, I'm kind of like you, I've got so many, this stuff is, I'm constantly like thinking a month or a quarter ahead or whatever, long-term, you know, um, I try to play the long game, but this, it really is a time for me to kind of, I typically will in December, I'll look at the last kind of chunk of time. Um, and think about how I did. So like, for instance, I feel pretty good about how I finished the year with my business and like with jujitsu. So 
Um, you know, I did Master Worlds, did the International Masters, competed. So I competed a couple times, haven't competed in a couple years. So I felt super happy about that. Um, so I want to like make sure I'm rolling that positive trajectory into 2022. Um, so I'm that's one of the things that I want to continue on. So I'm like, because with my business, it was kind of weird. I've never been in a place I've always wanted to be. In, I've always wanted to be in a place where I could travel to do jujitsu mm-hmm. and not like, you know, I'm not a pro athlete, but for me, it helps to be at those tournaments because I'm wearing my shirt. I'm talking to athletes. It's networking. I'm meeting up with my clients, which is 100%. for, for yeah. a remote business when all of That's my exactly interactions were are through a tele, you know, through a screen like you and I are sharing right now. Um, you can build a really good relationship, but man, when you know they're competing and I'm out there and we get to meet up, I take people out to dinners or, you know, drinks or whatever. Um, that stuff goes a long way. And that's, that like brings me a lot of joy. Um, so I'm finally in a place with my business where I can do that stuff. Um, and then if I compete too, it's, it's a, it's a double win. It's, it's great. So um, I want to continue that trajectory on into 2022. I'm like really excited about being in that in that place finally. Cool. Um, and so that's I exciting. Think, yeah, I'm super pumped about it, man. I've this is like really the back end of this year was like the I feel like things kind of turned a corner. I think 2022 I'm going to be bringing on an intern. So I'm to the point where. Um, I'm growing to the point where I'm going to need some help. So that's cool. um, That's kind of coming, I think, sooner than later, which is a different set of problems to have. But one that I feel like I'm I'm kind of getting I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um, So professionally, the you know, I'm continuing to grow and the business. I mean, I December oddly was historically so when i've I've only been in business maybe a year and a half with this one mm-hmm. i transitioned my old business over that was around for a couple months and i rebranded it about that um this one's been going for about a year and a half and it it it's finally kind of turning that corner to where it's um i'm like starting to to, to start to do your Branch out to, and do the things I'm you want branching to do. out. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's have, nice. Have some funds to, in the bank to be able to travel it, and do those things. Totally. That, that will, in, in turn, that's how you're going to build business. Yeah. So you have I'm, to. I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to, I mean, you have to con- connect with people. Totally. It's all about relationships. Yeah, and that's, that's I mean, is. Nick Flores mentioned that on his podcast. And he said when he got his black belt, it's one of the things he said. Jiu is all about relationships. It is. Yeah. It is all about relationships. And, um, I'm happy to be able to to be in a place where I can start doing that more and yeah. and being at these tournaments and flying around and traveling and mm-hmm. um competing oh. myself. I'm happy to be back competing. Yeah. Um so building man, a team up, you know, it's building up building up the squad. So this is what you want. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah. Be careful, be pretty, careful what you ask for. Yeah, that's the other thing. So it's yeah, um, you're gonna blow up. I mean, more. I mean, obviously, you you just you have a good, you have a really good system. Everyone that's been through it has, you know, gotten great results, enjoyed it. You know, and you, I know you, you're a great communicator, and that's all you need. You know, and then you just have to make new connections. You know, you and you've been doing that all year. But to yeah. get out there to get on the scene. That's what makes the job fun, right? I mean, it's you gotta awesome. have fun. You got to be out there. You got to yeah. be seeing the athletes, seeing what they're experiencing, um, becoming an expert in jujitsu. Because mm-hmm. with jujitsu comes knowing the injuries that come along with jujitsu. Yep. I mean, the the stuff you've been putting out in the content. I know everyone's been loving it. A couple of them been going viral, and so your breakdowns. So that's I think you're going to have a strong breakdown game this year, and that's just you getting more comfortable. And really becoming more of an expert in your field. And you're, yeah. you're relating everything to the sport because you're working with these athletes. Man, you you get this. I know you get this, man. That social media stuff is hard as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of like, I don't know. I know I'm not the only one that deals with this, with social media. But when you're putting yourself out there, man, and you're making yourself vulnerable on social media, 
Yeah. And you put your face up there and you start trying to explain something. You're like, fuck, man, people are judging. People are, but they're, totally. they're not, but it's, but it is like, yeah, that's what you think. It is hard to do. It is like social media yeah. has been a, cause so I came out of when I started this business and I started to go digital, all digital. I didn't have social media. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have Facebook. I was completely <laughs> off the map. I, yeah. and I had been that way for, I deleted my Facebook in like 2009 or 2010. Like I had it when it was like a college email thing. Yeah. It got big. I and deleted it and I was out and I never restarted it. Yeah. And when I started going digital, it was like, well, if you're going to be digital, you got to have digital tools. And then it's becomes like, you know, when you're posting, it's like, and you're posting stuff that for me, I'm passionate about, which means, and you put it out there for the whole world to see, man, that, that shit is hard, man. Yeah. And very, uh, very hard. And for what you do, it's even harder. To to be to actually be doing lives and stuff like having your own face on there and talking it's, and but you know what's helped you do that this podcast totally hundred percent because I remember when we just had audio of this podcast and I was like we got to get on YouTube and you were like you kind of like gave me a, you were like uh, what what we get we're getting on camera I remember yeah, you had that reaction totally was like. Yeah, we got to do it, man. We got to get on YouTube. YouTube is live, man. And it is this, the, it, so I think I think that this helped as well, you know. And who gives a shit? You know? I know that's totally. really you know, what it's about. If you don't want to watch this right now on YouTube, bye. scroll on. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> scroll. We're on. just talking. We're just two guys talking shit. And if you like to hang out and listen to what we have to say, go for it. If not, so be it. You know, I don't. And I, th- I don't yeah. judge anybody one way or another. But I'm just a reg- We're just regular guys trying to. We're on the road to black and we both were both grinding, you know, it could be, we, we could be two IT, two IT dorks that have a podcast and, and we work for a corporation, but we're not, we're, we happen to be entrepreneurs. We're both run our own businesses and we relate to each other a lot that way. So, and we compliment each other with this podcast, you know, because we kind of came together with that. Neither of us had experience doing either one of those, but both of us thought it would be good for our, our growth. Mm-hmm. And that's how we operate. Both of us operate in that way. Um, if you're not thinking that way, start thinking that way. Yep. You know, start challenging yourself to do it, stepping outside your comfort zone. When I started that in my professional career at my former employer, I just got, my growth just skyrocketed. It goes crazy. Crazy. I remember yeah. this. I remember, I remember this to the day. Like I was, this is probably like going on 20 years ago. And, uh, I remember I had this director and he was, he was very, he was a very personable, loud, like kind of walked in the room. Everybody, you know, garnered everyone's attention, you know, it was like, but, but really friendly guy, you know, but talked with, you know, stern, like just, I remember he came into my office one time and he didn't, he didn't even have, I was an analyst. So my job was to do analysis of all the data that came in through this department, which in, in my former work, it was, uh, I was in the utility business. So our, our department would do like substation maintenance. So if you know what the substations are, where those big transformers are and Mm -hmm. electricity goes in, those yards are full of equipment and all of those equipment are maintained every year. So everything on those equipment, all the analytics on how the equipment works, when it's been maintained, the cycles that needs to be maintained, all that is kept in a database and it's run on a, a program. I ran, I, I was the administrator and ran the whole program and did all the reporting. So I was like a, I was a business analyst mm-hmm. and I was good at it. Really good. And, um, and I'm just saying that I was, I was known to like, I made like a principal analyst. I made like one of the top analysts in the company because I was just, that was what I did. I could, I was just obsessed about this, but I never talked to anybody. Like there was a, there was like a, a, a woman that worked next to me. She became a good friend of mine. And she goes, the first six months we were cub- cubicle mates. She goes, you didn't say a word to me. <laughs> this is like five years later after I became her friend, but that's how I was. I was so dialed into my job in mm-hmm. this day. One day this guy came up to me, he goes, the, that director, he goes, you know what? You could be the best damn analyst. There's 6,000 people in the company. You can be the best one in the company. And maybe you're already up there. 
because you're never going to get to the management and directorship positions that you want as your goal without getting out of that goddamn seat and going and talking to people. And from that moment on, I'll, I'll never forget that because he was, he was just, that, his, that was him saying, he's like, you, you, it doesn't matter how smart you are. Like, it's about relationships. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a leader, is what he was saying, you need to step outside the box and you need to have some personal growth. And you have to be growing and gaining wisdom and gaining insight and all these things. And he became somewhat of a mentor of mine, but and that's what I did from that point on. And, I, and my career took off. You know, I started hitting all the goals I wanted to hit. I got this job. I got this supervisor job. I started developing groups. I was well-respected. But my, my point is, is like, that was like uncomfortable for me to do that, to mm-hmm. step outside and like become more, more social and more like, you know, not look at everything as a business or that person's in charge of, you know what I mean? It's like, I had yeah, to start developing exactly. relationships and then the work that I promoted got done better. Mm-hmm. I, I was always the guy that was like, Hey, here's the ape, you know, here's the analysis. It's great. And they, you know, it might not go anywhere, but his point was, is if you can go and say, Hey, we have the analysis, but you already developed the relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And people, they trust in you. And they know this guy's, you know, you could push your agenda better. Yeah. So that goes with everything in life. You know what I mean? Go get some skills, step outside your comfort zone, you know, go challenge yourself, whether it's a jujitsu tournament or something in your career, go get another job, you know? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Try to challenge yourself at a job. I I, I used to work with people that'd be in the same position 10, 15 years. It's like, Go challenge yourself and do something else. You might be 50 years old, but hey, something you might get some other experience that, you know, you're not going to lose all the experience you got. Yeah. So that's always good to do on, on an, as a New Year's resolution. So, man, step outside the box. And that's, I'm always looking to do that, you know? So, I, I mean, I, you heard me when I talked about my goals. That's kind of how they're driven, you know? It's like, Taking a little bit of a chance, you know, it's yeah, thing, absolutely, man. Take a little bit of a chance here. See if that pays off or works. If it doesn't go this route, you know, you got to be able to switch around and especially as an entrepreneur. And I know we have, you know, a bunch of entrepreneurs following us and, um, man, 2022, 2022. Let's, let's hope it's not 2022. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Let's hope it's 2022. <laughs> we're moving we're moving forward so i'm not i'm not really i don't know hopefully not i'm not yeah i don't i don't think that. i don't think i don't think we are either i, don't think, I think, any, think we're i don't think the miracle will ever let us uh, go back no, to i that, don't think so either i i you think never know yeah i think we've had so many I, covid episodes it's i'm so done with it you know it's like let's we've already had a couple episodes that said no we're not going to talk about covid anymore or COVID like issues or 2020. That's just what it was, you know, it was one to be written off, but uh, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm excited for, uh, I'm excited for the new year. I mean, I just going to keep rolling it. Life doesn't really change for me. I've got a couple of things I want to change just in efficiency, but yeah, um, I'm already doing that stuff. So it's just, you know, yeah. Awesome. Listeners. Thank you for, uh, for yeah. The year. Thank you guys. It's been a great year. If anybody has any comments, questions, concerns, always just DM us. Um, we both, uh, we both, we're both on our Instagram. So the Road to Black podcast, go DM us. If you, especially if you have any episode ideas, you know, I've had a couple personal communications with people that have turned into episodes. So um, there's always stuff to talk about with jujitsu, but sometimes, you know, we do talk about in our own circle of experience. So if you're experiencing something else and you want to talk about it, you want some, we would love to discuss that. So, uh, if you guys got any, uh, ideas for great guests that, you know, shoot us a DM. Shoot them. That's the, that's the great. I mean, the one thing about social media, man, you know, you can talk to whoever. And I say that because, in one way, you know, it is a little bit of a disconnect with, uh, you know, we're on our phones and blah, blah, blah. But in another way, we are kind of connected. Like you and I both monitor our, that account, yeah. the Road to Black podcast account. 
And for any listener, I mean, I want to let everybody know, feel free to shoot us a message. I mean, we, we check it, we respond. We, you know, we are, you know, we're into, we love it. We are into communication. We need need to know you're out there. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) we need to know there's people listening. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. So Uh, feel, always feel free to shoot us a message. And and if you've got something that you want us to speak on, you know, it it just we'll, shoot we'll, us a sentence yeah. or two. We'll we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll put we'll in get two cents. Yeah. And uh, other than that, man, just thank you for listening, everyone, the listeners. Um, we appreciate you. Set some goals for this new year, Wes. You got anything else? I got nothing else, man. It's been a it's been a good year, and uh, more to come. All right, episode fifty in the books. We'll be back with fifty one in the new year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors, the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes, he'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level. Therapy, performance, the BJJ Physio. Also, Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Check out the latest styles, Jiu-Jitsu, casual wear, training gear, Check them out, rollunion.com. Follow on Instagram, at rollunion. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we will see you next time.